What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 204th episode of the Shattered Honor Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is Wink. Wink. What's How was your going Independence on? Day? Oh, it was freaking fabulous. Are you kidding me? Uh, flags and blowing up stuff and alcohol and ribs and God ask, bless. That was, was about amazing. to ask you what you ate because I know for for me, we didn't have anything crazy. We did the normal, uh, the hot dog. Having okay. three five-year-olds, we did, we did the hot dogs and grilled beans and uh, corn yeah. on the cob and stuff like that, so... So we we went and played at the river. We have a kind of like a little place at the river. So we took four wheeler down there and went riding around, swimming for a little bit, and drank some beer and all that sort of stuff. Then we went and smoked some ribs and launched off a bunch of fireworks, and it was a pretty good time. Uh, it was me, a couple friends, um, the wife, uh, her brother and his wife, my dad. Um, I think that was it. We just kind of hung out, launched stuff off, and had a jolly old time. It was, it was pretty good. No so I need complaints. To, I want to ask, just because it will go into my story here. Okay. How are your dogs with fireworks? So, the eldest member of Beagle Squadron, Sierra, she's 17 now. And mm. she don't care because she don't hear them. I mean... Her hearing's been mostly gone for a while, so it doesn't face her. Uh, Toby, who is the youngest beagle, he's the one we got a couple years ago. Um, so I actually got him since we've been doing the podcast. And he was like a test beagle for some... I don't know what it was. But I remember you saying that. Yeah, he uh, he has anxiety through the freaking roof, man. I am not even playing. And... He does he doesn't do well with loud sounds or anything like that. So like thunderstorms, fireworks, anything of the sort, he takes off running. And here lately, what he's been doing is he will go into the cabinets because we haven't had cabinet doors on any of the cabinets yet. So mm-hmm. he will go and hide in the cabinets because it's like a tight, confined space. He just feels comfortable there. Uh the other beagle, Raji, he just eh, he don't care. But um I got my cabinet doors on my cabinets this week, so Toby has to find somewhere new to go. Poor guy. <laughs> to find a new, a new hiding spot. Yeah. I only ask because my dachshund is 12 years old and this is the first year I can remember or think of that. She just was completely hated every second of the fireworks. 
Really? Like, she was hiding. She was upset. Like, she was jumping yeah. on the stuff she doesn't normally jump on. Like, I mean, just to get into the farthest, darkest corner of one of our rooms where there's a one of my kids have a train set, she, like, climbed on top of it with this thing poking her at every angle to get to the farthest corner of the room just to get away, try to get away from the sound. It was, yeah. I felt really bad for her because the, the, so my, my back, my house has a view fence and it views a cul-de-sac and the front is obviously to the street. Both streets were shooting off fireworks for like three hours. So she was not having it. I, I can imagine. Night. Yeah. That sucks. Interesting. But it was a lot of fun. We went swimming, you know, getting in, getting, finding a way to get cooler in the Arizona heat right now. Oh, I can imagine. That was super nice. So that was a fun yeah. weekend. Nice. Well, it's good. Enjoyed the time away, but I am glad that we're back doing yeah. this because I love doing and the podcast. I hope everybody listening was safe, had an absolutely wonderful time. We're sorry that we did not podcast last week, but let's be honest, when you celebrate freedom, you got to take freedom from all things that take away your time. Unfortunately, podcast just happens to be one of those. Hey, the sultry female showed up. Come here. Come on. Say hello. Come say hi. Will she? She's not going to come say hi. Find out on the next episode. I see her shadow. Yeah, come on. Come say hi. <laughs> now, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But All right. Well, tell her. T- just tell her to say hello. All right. What do I look at? Well, you look at the camera. Hi. Oh, there's hey, the there she is. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we, I don't know. This is something I wanted to mention. I know Wink's talking at the moment, but I don't know how, if any of you out there have read the Darth Vader comic books, but I read some uh, spoiler stuff today. I'm not going to say it on the stream, but if any of you have read the Darth Vader comic books and recommend them, let me know because I'm thinking about buying them after the stuff that I read on the internet today. So. If you've read the Darth Vader comics, let me know in Discord or on Twitter because I'm really interested to uh, see what you guys think of them. So yeah, I've heard good things about them, but um, I, I have not actually read them. So yeah, they had, I I didn't even really know that there was a bunch of them. I don't, they don't even know if there's a bunch of them, but the ones that are out right now supposedly are really good. So are they? Check that out. Nice, cool. Uh, GMP, you owe us a dab. Oh, do I? All right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one thing I needed to do at the intro here. Yeah. I forgot. All right. So, everyone, we were talking about channel points, right? Yes. Uh, I want to throw this out there just for everyone out there who has been banking channel points. I've progressively upped the goal for this just based on what you guys have said in the chat because you would have blown it away in five seconds if I hadn't. So I wanted to make it at least a little bit of a challenge for you guys. They have a new thing called community challenges on Discord that involve the communi- the uh, Zeta points that yeah, you guys they get do. in the chat. So I have come up with a community challenge. I haven't started. I will after I explain it to you. But if you guys as a group in chat can come up with 125,000 Zetas over this week and next week, I will relic Gamgar. You can come up with how many? 
125,000. And the reason I put it at that number is because I saw at least four people say they had 22,000 saved up. So I was uh, originally you told me a different number before. Originally, the number was I 50, see what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah, would have yeah, blown yeah. that away in seconds. So I'm going to make it so it might happen this week. It might okay. happen next week. We'll see. 125,000 channel points, and you will force me to relic Gamguard. So uh, I'm going to start that, and good luck to you guys. All right. So I'm hitting the start. You have 14 days to fill this out, and now. You should see it pop up in your chat. And uh, you guys right. start working I, on that. Uh, I have 2.3 that, uh, <laughs> 2,300 that I Of course I you definitely... do. You're here all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Good that's, luck to you, guy. That's what I want to see. I want to see it happen. Hopefully next week. That'd be great for the live stream. So Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready to move along to this first topic? Let's go. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Woo! What a weeks in Swoga. Yeah, weeks because we took off last week. Um, I'll be honest, I don't. I shit. I mean, I haven't done anything worth mentioning. Did I swear right then? I didn't mean to. If I did, I meant to say shh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you said. To be I've been working on my Jedi and Luke Skywalker requirements, and I'm getting close. I just now took Rebel Officer Leia Organa to Gear 12, and she has her finisher on there. She only needs the Gear 12 Plus pieces, and she will be done skis, and then I only need the finisher on Captain Han Solo, um, which is, let's see... 28 more of the Chirotex, and he will be there. So, yeah, um, we'll be pretty close. I like it. All right. We have a small problem with the community event, so nobody uh, nobody ex- put any more points into it. I'm going to try to fix it. So. Uh-oh. Okay. Sounds good. Um. But yeah, I, uh, I'm struggling to not yawn and also think of things I've done in the past couple of weeks, and there hasn't been a whole hell of a lot. I've reliced up a few characters, done a couple remods to some degree, but not really anything worth mentioning, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. I. I'm working on malevolence, but other than that, I'm I'm not I'm not really doing anything exciting in this game. I'm gearing up some characters that I think are fun. Um, I'm not even going for Galactic Legend Ray. Um, I'm farming farming the Mandalorian. I don't care about the Hero Bros. Just don't care. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. What about you? Have you done anything exciting worth mentioning? I know you're working on. That Supreme Leader guy, I would think you're close. I am getting there. Give me two seconds so I can fix this because apparently the thing is it it won't let me up the max. So maybe I do take it down to 50. And you guys got 50,000, you got two weeks. I ended it and it it re... 
funded everyone's points. So any points oh, well, you've already good. put into it, uh, you will get those back. I'm going to put it back to 50,000, and then you guys have three weeks. I'm going to give you three and weeks. And how do, how do we do this? Like, tell people how they do this in and chat. And so if you're in the chat, it's a pop-up that pops up at the very top of the screen. It'll say Community Challenge, and you click on it, and then it'll let, allow you. Or if you go to the bottom and you click on your Zetas, it should also be in there. Um, let's see. I don't know. All right, I'm creating it, it and starting it. This is going to be awesome. Now you should be able to see it. So 50,000 point goal, 2,000 a week. You all have three weeks. We'll see if you can do it. Hmm. All right, cool. I like it. All right. So how close are you to, uh, all right. So let's talk about what I did this week. All right. So that I am like on the precipice of a uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren because I negotiator the finalizer event was not on July 23rd like it was listed when we talked about the calendar a few weeks ago for whatever reason it popped up on like Tuesday and I'm glad I saw it because if I'd missed it I'd have had to wait another month so I was able to get I was able to do the finalizer event and now I have finalizer five stars so I've met that requirement uh I relict relic seven palpatine this week. I am super excited for that because I'm going to relic Vader for uh you know for Jedi Knight Luke, and I just think those two are gonna be awesome once I'm right up on that. And so super excited for Palpatine. I relic five to trooper, and now the only relics nice. I need to put on are on Hux, so I need to get him to relic five. And then Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot is one piece, probably about four salvage from... I'm just waiting for refreshes and I'm farming characters before I gear him. So I always have to wait to the end of the night to try to get those four pieces. But he's almost gear 12, so I am almost reliced on uh, Special Order... Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot, and once I get him, I think he only has to be Relic 3, so all I really need is the extra farming on uh, on signal data to get those guys to Relic 5 and Relic 3, respectively. Nice. And I will be ready to go, so I'm hoping and thinking that I should be able to uh, work on that a little bit next week on the, before we start the podcast, maybe uh, do some of the event then. If I can get uh, Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot up by then. So that is the hope. I am almost there. I will finally be able to weigh in on the Galactic Legend event because I will finally have played it. I like it. it. And when it came out, you know, I was like, I don't want to give my opinion. I know what people are saying. I haven't played it. So I will finally be able to say I've played it and be able to give some opinions in the coming weeks. But I am almost there. Like literally all I've been doing is that. So Cool. I, and then I didn't do a lot of, uh, and I don't even know if this counts. Well, we were uh, here last week. So as far as the TB goes, um, in phase four, I was able to beat the special mission, the Dooku one. Okay. Using that uh, that challenge or that stretch that you had mentioned in our our uh, podcast, or not podcast, what, in our guild discord. What was that? I don't. Was I don't it you that remember. did it? It was uh, using Watt to give the the taunt to be to the. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So I was able to get the the massive millions of points for that two 
ways, yeah, a combat yeah. mission. And then I will say this. I didn't do a lot of combat missions over the the week because the first and second rounds, I didn't get in fast Goes enough quickly. before we three started. So, but I will say this. In, in phase four, I was able to do nine nine waves over five missions. That's pretty good. So I felt pretty That's, good about that yeah. in that territory battle. So. I did not keep track of how many I did. Supremely Arcala Ren makes it much easier because he's it, getting four out of four with him's fairly easy. So then if you do that, the two out of two, um, assuming you're not going for the special mission, obviously, because um, putting Watt in there just makes it easy. Uh, and then my Night Sisters went four out of four. Can't remember what else I had. Uh, ba- I think Bounty Hunters that went two out of four. And oh, EP. I think went two out of four. I think that's how I did on the combat missions. Can't remember for sure, but yeah. You next, uh, you should have Supreme or Kylo Ren ready for the next uh, Dark Side TV. Yeah, should have enough time by then to uh, get him going. So that'll be a lot of fun, man. I can't wait. I like it. I mean, it's the one thing right now for me that's exciting i might be a few months late but man that's a long journey to get there obviously i've been working on first order almost all year so i'm excited to get done with them to move on to whatever i want whether that's gam guard or yeah, uh or working sure. on uh jedi knight luke or maybe skipping that for a little bit and doing whatever i want feeling yeah. free for a moment so uh, we'll see I'm ready for Jedi Knight Luke to come back. That's one I'm actually kind of excited about because I need a good Jedi leader. Um, that way I don't have to use Basil Sean as my second Jedi. So who knows? But um, no, cool, be fun, cool. That's all, all right. I got for that. Well, we'll move along. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Woo! What an update! Um, <laughs> it's it? it's it's or was it? I I think it's exciting myself. I don't think that it's. I don't think that. It, so I mean, obviously, there was nothing really in it right now to be excited about. But I I did not expect this to come and be implemented as quickly as it was after uh, the road ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of figured it would have to drop at the same same time or before Galactic Challenges, but here we are a couple of weeks after the road ahead and it is dropped. So if you don't know what we're talking about, they did update the base code of the game. It is now in the game, and uh, they've updated Unity. So a couple couple of quick shout outs of what they said. There was like a six paragraph six paragraph uh, blurb about the update and what the main underlying thing that no one's going to see for a while is, but uh, they did significant tech upgrades, expand what designers can do when they create characters and events, better character animations and cutscenes. We all love those cutscenes. So, and, and this is a funny one, more polygons. No one's that sounds stupid, but the more polygons you can put on a character, the I better love they polygons. Look. So that is the can, sexiest shape on the planet. If we can start getting characters that actually look like the characters more, because of this, I'll be okay with that. Um, what What would you be called if you're like, if you have a thing for polygons? Would polygonist? Never mind. Poly. Po- yeah. 
polygonist. polygonist? <laughs> I'm a polygonist. Polyg- we got a polygonist with us. Yeah. And this was the interest, other interesting part. Uh, released without fanfare to ensure any issues are fixed before Galactic Challenge release. Now, I'm tr- trying not to read too far into that. How long do you think they're going to need to check that stuff? Like, do you think that's... Like, I'm like, is that a two-week check on making sure this is good? Is that three-month check on this upgrade? It is a big upgrade. So it'll be interesting to see just how much uh, time they need to figure out if there are any big problems. But I I do have a question for you. Have you had any uh, hang-ups, try-agains since the upgrade? Not try-agains, but... You know what? I'm going to do a video about... When we get done with this podcast, I'm going to do a video... There is the most, (laughs) very funny, Gom, Um, (laughs) the most annoying bug with Ray's ultimate ability. And it was before the update. It's after the update. The damn thing has not gone away. She becomes effing immortal and you usually can't kill her. It is so freaking frustrating. I was hoping this update would fix that shit. But it hasn't, so I'm still kind of pissed off, to be perfectly honest. What? Interesting. Like I said, I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I heard that somewhere about. I'm that. Go, I'm going to do a Maybe video on it. I've got a couple instances of it happening to me. I've lost a number of arena battles. And I think I lost a GAC over it. Um, but it is very annoying because she goes, she like uses her special, goes into her special mode. You can't kill her. She then uses her special, but it doesn't hit you. It doesn't do anything. She's still immortal for like another turn. And then she moves awkwardly on the screen. Like she has rollers on her feet. It's just, it's so stupid. It pisses me off. Ugh. All right. Well, now we know what to look for in the patch notes. Uh, other things. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren's AI improvements against Fives. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where uh, Fives was taunting behind. I don't even know if it has to be behind uh, Gas, but that was there was a big bug with him only attacking Fives, I believe. i never seen it, so I don't know the full details behind it, but it, apparently that that is fixed. That's good. So maybe you'll see improvement on your defense there on in the arena since the update i hope so but, um yeah and then the last thing uh adjusted Darth vader's portrait and character models chess piece so i feel still feel like the chess piece is a little off but it, it's almost like his his torso no, it's is definitely just, off i don't know I, if they I, changed anything there i think it's I, I feel like it's probably in the right place because the way he's standing and his torso is kind of turned, it's probably just looks like it's off. I don't know. But I will say this, that the avatar finally being centered the way that made sense from the jump is is not yeah. bugging me half as much as it was for The weeks. portrait is so much better, but chess <laughs> pieces. It's not covering half his face. Uh-huh. There's not a bunch of empty space. No. So. Good. Now for the meat and potatoes, because this is what we wanted to talk about here a little bit, and that is character availability changes. So Mandalorian dropped to Fleet 5E, while Grief Karga dropped to Fleet 4C. So our our two out of three Mando characters are now Fleet. Uh, I don't know about you, but I haven't had a Fleet 
farm in forever. So I'm happy for them to be there. And yeah, it's Cara just been Dune, gear for me. Yeah, exactly. It's been gear. It's been a lot of gear for uh, First Order, which was nice for all this time. Now that I'm almost done with that and they dropped these, uh, that's actually pretty helpful timing, at least. Uh, Cara Dune is a Dark Side 5e hard node. And uh, just for good measure, Imperial TIE Bomber is in fleet data cards, which means that's the last step before it's farmable. But uh, right now, you just dropped all of your Mando tunes as farmable. Now, the conversation becomes, what do you focus? Because there are four different things right now that I say people are focused on. Uh, unless they went for all four at once when the Resistance Bros and Hux and Sith Trooper dropped uh, if you're like me, I went after Hux and Sith Trooper because I'm going. I was going after uh, Supreme Slicker. Leader Kylo Ren, and then I went right to the Resistance Bros after I finished the other two. I think I'm like halfway to six stars now on you're both way of them. Further ahead than I am. Yeah, I think so I'm 28 and 27 out of 30 on both of them. Yeah, somewhere in the 30s on both of them. 30 out of 65. So I, I mean, I, I went from one to the other. But now we got into a point where it's like resistance bros. I'm not necessarily planning on going off for Ray soon, but if I do eventually, I'm going to need them. Uh, if you went after Ray first and you did it the way I did it and not four at once, then you're thinking about Hux and Sith Trooper. But now you also just dropped Mando Karga and Cara Dune. Uh, the question is, do we think that they're going to be needed for something? And if they are starting yes. to farm them now is yes. the quickest, best time to do it. So the question is, what are you focusing? And what are you doing right now? Now that these characters have dropped, what was your... Did you make an about face and start doing one thing? Or have you changed what you're doing or just added them to it? Like, what's, what's your plan right now? So... For me, I strictly just went for Mando immediately. He's the primary one I care about. I only care about the other two and the fact that I know they're going to be used for something. There will be a legendary event or something along those lines later, and they will be required. I feel I feel pretty strongly about that. Now, um, Mando is actually just kind of a badass with, with bounty hunters, and I kind of need a fifth bounty hunter. So, So you're not using Greedo like we saw earlier? Correct. Like, I stick Greedo on there just as a punching bag, generally. And mm -hmm. that's kind of that's kind of the way I just handle him. Um, so, the, the other thing with Mandalorian is because of his kit, if you make him super fast, you can set up a turn order team that's actually pretty damn nasty. Um, I, I'm not sure if I've seen anyone actually work that out. Actually, I haven't. But um, somebody probably has. Uh, but you because of the turn mirror game, you can set up like a specific turn order, and fast Mando can be kind of badass, and that's kind of a kind of, what I want to do with him is get him to gear thirteen and make him a beast. So that is my project. I am doing at least one uh, node refresh. Um, to be efficient, you can actually do a couple node refreshes. You can actually, I believe, go up to a one hundred crystal refresh. As long as you're still on 50 crystal energy refreshes and you will still be ahead of what you would pay per shard from the shipment store. Um, so what I would recommend if you are farming these characters is uh, like say Mando, do, do at least one node refresh. You could do two if you wanted to and be in a really good spot. 
I will probably, I've been doing one. I'll probably bump it up to two. Uh, Grief Karga, I'm not really going to worry about. I'd rather spend the extra energy on Mando right now and get him up and then also work on Cara Dune um, since she's a completely different type of energy. So that that's kind of what I would recommend because as good as Grief is, like I'm not saying he's bad, but I think Mando is substantially better and you should definitely go for him before going for Grief. What do you think? Um, so we're kind of going to get it into this a little bit later with, uh, some Zeta ideas. Um, I do like grief if you're trying to save on Zetas as far as, uh, bounty hunters go for a good, uh, discount leadership for bounty hunters. Okay. If you don't want a Zeta boss because grief's Zeta, grief's leadership is similar, but doesn't require a Zeta. So... I do like grief, but I'm with you. I would def if I were picking one or the other, I would pick Mando before grief. But um, yeah, as far as what I'm doing, I I haven't even really changed anything. I just started adding them to the list. Uh, right now, I'm farming everyone five five attempts and uh, five attempts and doing Kara five. But the I, I I've started to think the last few days I have not farmed raise millennium falcon at all the thing is i'm still farming that through the event where you can do the second to last tier and hope you get millennium falcon shards Mm -hmm. uh i unlocked the ship that way i'm almost to the next star that way that's all i've been doing with it but that is going to take forever so it might be who of me to stop farming them to go after Kara a little quicker since they use the same energy, but I'm not uh, well, totally he, sure because I'm only question. adding eight, a hundred energy more to farm her five from what I was doing before. Are you going for Galactic Legend Ray? I, that's the thing. Like I, I, I could be fine pushing them their farm off because of the fact that a Ray's Millennium Falcon is going to uh, take a long time for me to farm, and then on top of that, once I get that. I still have to farm the Holdo's ship, right? That's another yeah. four or five months. So, right, it it yep. makes farming the Resistance Bros not as big a priority, but they are really good. So that's another reason that I'm kind of questioning whether I want to move off them. Um, I think the biggest thing I think the biggest thing is the fact that Mando and Grief went to fleet nodes. If they were all on regular energy hard nodes, I would drop resistance immediately. You know what I mean? So since they use yeah. fleet energy, okay. they don't take the same resources that the Hoth Right. The, I keep wanting to so, call them the Hoth Bros. The resistance bros take. Uh, so Here's the big question. How do you feel about none of them going to Cantina? Are you okay with that? Because I've seen some people bitching about the fact that they release these three characters, two of them are in fleet, one of them's in regular, and nobody in Cantina. I have a feeling that we're going to get a sh- one of the new ships in there. And uh, that'll be fine, I think. So uh, The only like, ship in Cantina right now, or there's two of them, Evan, Evan Hawk and uh, Kylo's ship, right? So, so I wouldn't uh, be surprised to see one of, one of the two new ones, whether it's Imperial uh, Bomber or the rebel y-wing drop there and that'll be fine 
Yeah, maybe, but they may not also. Um, and honestly, if they don't, be then it'll be a way. little more upsetting, I think. But uh, uh, So I don't mind the cantina just kind of being a uh, relic material farm because no, yeah, I, that's another I part need to it. so much of the crap. That's it, it does prolong the farm of the character, but it does not pull me off of my relics either. Right. And the thing about Cantina is it can literally pull you off completely because unless you cap your own amount of attempts per day, you can just go and go on the characters dropped in there. So that no would doubt. and I know myself, I would farm the crap out of a character until I got it to seven stars and have a hard time pulling myself off to go after signal data except for where I needed it, which is right now I really need it. So not having to pull off of that right now is is pretty nice. But I know that yeah. my specific situation doesn't matter to everyone else, and I know a lot of people are upset about that cantina thing. So it, I don't know. they got to strike a balance, and if we get one of the new ships in there coming up, I think it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah, that's fair. So, And by that cool. time, I will be in a place where I'll probably be okay uh, as far as relics mats go sitting waiting and then being able to start a character the biggest thing I think and the thing I kind of look forward to uh, just as we go is um, double drops on Cantina can be so huge if you go after them and if they go if they have one before or even some a little bit after anything drops in the cantina, if you spend those double drop times on signal data, you can probably uh, stock up pretty good to not hurt yourself as far as grabbing characters out of there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I've been trying to get my um, what is the ship Vulture and Hyena up. Um. Yeah, they, that's. Spending some energy on them. So I have a question, though, about Vulture Droid. Uh, the summon Vulture Droids, are those based on your General Grievous or the Vulture Droid that you have? Uh, those are based on Malevolence. So your your so, Vulture Droid ship can be crap, but the Vulture Droids that are summoned won't be. Okay, so I don't need to worry about that then. Yeah, if you have it unlocked, it'll be fine to work with Malevolence until you get it to seven stars. I mean, if you got to work on something else, pushing that back doesn't hurt you that much. I know Hyena Bomber is beast. Like, I'm working on that thing. Hopefully have that done whenever I get Malevolence. Is, talk, is about, talk about Lucky, right? Only bought two characters or ships ever fully when they came out in Marquise. Nest and Hyena. Nest and Hyena Bomber. Well worth yep. the money when I bought them. The Hyena Bomber put me... Way over the top with Malevolence when I unlocked it, man. So mm-hmm. if you're going after Hyena Bomber, I will never fault you for that. Because that ship, once it starts getting all the defense uh, under Malevolence, it is it's very hard frustrating. to kill. Hard to kill. And so. I'm 85 out of 145 on Malevolence. So I'm I'm getting there. I'll get there eventually. Very nice. I don't regret because uh, the, uh, the reason I have Supreme Leader Kylo Ren is because I don't have Malevolence. I would much rather have Supreme Leader Kylo Ren than have Malevolence, so I'm perfectly okay with it. Well, the reason I'm s- only at the unlock, I'm literally at zero of the next stars for Negotiator because I unlocked it, but I've been using all of my currency on uh, on uh, Kairos and other gear for my first order to get Kylo yeah. Ren, and then I'll go back to focus on Negotiator because... 
The only big thing for Negotiator right now for me that I regret is the fact, not having a seven star at least, is the fact I can't, I lose ship battles in light side GOTB. It's guaranteed. So yeah. I'd like to have my Negotiator for, for those, but uh, I think I'm at, I'm not using like down to zero on, on get two. I think I'm at 30k on get two. But I think the number I need to get Damn, negotiator son. to I'm at like four hundred. I, I say I think the number I need to get you're at four hundred get two and you don't have malevolence unlocked. Yeah, I spend all the shit, man. Four hundred. Oh, I was just thinking you meant four hundred thousand. And I was like, No, I mean wait a minute. I have four hundred and eighty two get two. Oh, okay. Now it's making sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I spend it like it is I yeah, I, I I spend it like it's freaking Jinkos back in the nineties. Yeah, but you yeah. got SL, you got Supreme Leader, so now you can. Oh yeah, I feel good about it. Yeah, right. I'm, but I'm your four eighty two now, where did it go from the last uh, event? You already had Kylo. Yeah, no, I've been spending it on malevolence. So oh, okay, that, gotcha, gotcha. That's why I'm at eighty five out of one forty five. So. Yeah, I think I need seventy thousand to finish off Negotiator, and I'm at thirty. So I'm I'm. I'm trying to continue to build it up as I go, but I'm spending it regardless if I see something I need for that. So eventually I'll get negotiator. I don't know. Weird farming conversation here, but there's a lot of things to go after right now as far as depending on what you've been doing for the last three months. Yeah. Quick update. You guys are up at 16% of the 50,000 uh, channel point goal to get me to Relic Gamgard. So uh, keep plugging in those points if you haven't this week. What's it at now? 16% Ooh. of the 50,000 goal. So. Ooh. <laughs> I don't right, know. You got three weeks. If three weeks went 16% each time, I would, I'd be, uh, I'd escape. But we'll see what happens. That's true. We'll see what happens. But I can also extend it. So I know, uh, depending on uh, if you guys, if I, maybe I'll have some incentives on, incentives on uh, extending it if we don't make it. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's farming right now. Interesting times here. But I wanted to mention this as well. Do you think if they do do a Mando event that we, the last two do characters you? that would re- be required are, do do. If they do do, uh, do you think they're going to add like, all right, and add two scoundrels? Because scoundrels aren't used for any events yet, right? Like, so let's say they had these three named. You no, they'll use. come up with two characters that you have to farm or two that's, characters that are like was... in the next season. Like if Boba Fett or some crap shows up, which Boba Fett's not going to show up, I don't think. But who the hell knows? There have been... I'm not even going to go down that road, but if something happens and there is a character like Boba Fett or somebody already in game, I could totally see it, but they're not going to just throw in random characters. I think it'd be more likely they'd introduce new characters and then there would be a, um, like a legendary event for the child, the adorable child. See, I'm kind of curious. Oh, there he is. Wait, I got mine too. Can I hug the box? Oh God, he's green, yeah. so he's disappearing. Oh, we're gonna send him right here next to me. Um, all right, you ready to move along? Let's go. We got this. Let's go dancing. 
Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Many results to dance through on this incredible poll. I just want to say this. We haven't done a poll in a long time. We haven't. But to get 128 responses today, I'm pretty uh, freaking stoked about that. So Yeah, not bad. I appreciate all of you uh, that took your time to fill this out. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. Oh, wink. Check oh. chat there. Adapt. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. Gotta take it. a just, swig first. I gotta make sure I see it. Oh, there I it gotta is. Gotta do my best. Do my best cam impersonation. Maybe <laughs> I should get a. I should get a Patriots jersey. I should become a Patriots fan. How about that? I do like Cam. He is. I, uh, He's interesting. Oh God! Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. I like it. Um, so yeah, there was a poll. If you didn't know, there was a poll. Well, I'm gonna try to huge get poll. huge poll, huge poll, um, huge. So we'll go ahead and just jump jump right onto that poll. And as we're dancing around, we see that the first question is: Rate your happiness and swag before the release of the Road Ahead post for June. Um. Let's just say there weren't a whole lot of nines and tens here. No. Um, I, d- I do find it interesting. So I'm going to go ahead and read the next question because it's kind of pointless to not talk about them together. Rate your happiness and swaga after the release of the Road Ahead post for June. And if you were to like overlap these. In the second one, after the Road Ahead post, there are significantly more... Um, answers above seven and above um the five five well actually all the way one through six all of those answers decreased mm-hmm. well that's not true the only one, one that didn't was a one and that and it increased by two. by two yeah so other than that i mean people really moved heavily towards being more excited about uh swaga after these the road ahead post which i think is pretty exciting um, I, I'm so excited about it, but my God, it just feels like so. What, what, what I, numbers did you put for question one and two? I, I didn't answer the poll, man. Okay. So I've, um, I, I would have, so. I would have put probably a three on the first question and probably a seven on the second question. Very close to me then. Cause I kind of just flip flopped over the, the middle point here. Because uh, actually, I didn't. I had a four, so I was close to like not really caring one way or the other. I had a four on the first one, and I put a seven for the second one. So I was kind of, kind of almost flip flopped to the other side after the road ahead post. Uh, yeah. But like I said earlier uh, about that road ahead post, uh, I think that was the next question here. So not to say that that road ahead post was you know the bee's knees but it did do enough to to shift a lot of people's opinions there at least according to the 128 people that filled Apparently. this out now if you go to the next question this one kind of makes sense i don't think this one directly affected the excitement that was brought from what the little that was brought with the road ahead post but the question was how well did the road ahead post meet your expectations for the information given out? And you can just see this 
Almost this is crazy given way. what happened with the previous two questions. Yeah. Um, as if you're watching the stream, obviously you can see it, but I mean, 25% of people that were tallied said, gave it a one. So basically did not meet expectations at all. I, I mean, the number of people in which it did meet expectations for is pretty low. I mean, the vast majority of people are under a five, not at a five, but under a five. And the the fact that there was that much not ex that much of the posts not meeting expectations is just kind of crazy for the jump that it seemed to have in their excitement for Swaga. And maybe here's my theory, because honestly, this is kind of where I'm at. I want something to be excited about in Swaga. Like I I need it because I talked to you about it this week. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to rehash it because I don't want to be too negative. Like, this is a podcast about the game. We want to try to stay positive and excited about the game, give you tips, strategies, all that sort of stuff. But, man, I've been struggling to even play this game lately. It's just, it, it feels so damn repetitive. It feels... I am on full auto mode right now besides uh, the Galactic Legend. Like, well, why did and, I miss GAC last round? Because, because yeah. I did, and I didn't care. I'm, I'm fine with it for now. Uh, I love GAC. It is fun. I love streaming it and hanging out with everyone. But the, but the, like when I found out I missed it, I was like, all right, well, I get a little bit more relaxation this week than going through that grind. So that that's fair. I mean, that's not to say that I won't be re-excited for it later when we have more to do in this game. But right now, I'm on full full auto mode in this game, just doing what I need to do. <laughs> making the decisions on who I'm going to farm and going with that and doing it till the end. And so yep. the biggest excitement for me right now, which is not something that you can say, which is why it's a little harder for you is because I am just about to unlock a galactic legend, which is something that exactly. you did months That's ago. Huge. So, um, for sure. the excitement levels between the two of us are different because I am about to do something that you've already done and have been waiting for the next thing. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd say, and then to go on to chat with what was said about this question, if they had released uh, more information over multiple road aheads over the last three months rather than pushed it off for three months and then dropped that information, this whole this whole graph would have shifted, I think. That's, yeah, probably. Because when you're waiting three months for something and you feel like it didn't have as much as it could have, then that's a problem. Then to throw in the fact that there were no pictures of like beta footage or alpha footage, nothing of what this at all looked like or anything. It was just Zero. a wall of words, Crazy. which is not used to what we're used to with a road ahead that's announcing a new feature, right? So all that basically ended up leading to the disappointment in what was in that road ahead, despite the fact that what was in it actually does sound pretty cool. So I, I want to say maybe this is me grasping for limbs, just really hoping that something ends up grabbing me and being super exciting at some point. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I really, I do. I, I think this event could be exciting. The new game mode has so much potential. There could be so much that actually comes with it as far as rewards and things to do every day and all that sort of stuff. And it's got to be uh, rewarding. If it's not rewarding, then why, how are you going to get people engaged with it? You know? Man, if, if it's not rewarding, I won't know what to say. The fact that it has seasons, though, it needs something competitive. It needs something one player. 
It's very exciting, but it's just been so long since we had anything new. The last thing was in freaking December. It's been it's been a really long time. And the other problem is Light Side Territory Battle, most people hated it whenever it came out. I mean Light Side Territory Battle. A lot Battle, of people still hate it. I mean no, I know a lot we're of people not, still hate it. I know that I'm not true. Yeah. I still am not like I would rather do the dark side version, and that's still hard enough to be challenging. But light side territory battle, I don't hate it. I just feel defeated a lot of the time when I get in there and think that I'm going to totally do better fair. than I did when RNG just beats you down with with its uh, B1 and B2 stick. So, um, yeah. But yeah. So let, we'll move on to the next question because it kind of goes into the road ahead and everything people are feeling. Uh, did you see Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker as an indicator of the end game for Swaga? So this I actually found kind of surprising because that's always been the theory. The entire time this game has been out, the theory has always been when Jedi Luke comes out, the game is probably <laughs> going to be ending shortly after. Um, and actually, 79% of people said no and only 21% of people said yes, it's an indicator of the game ending. But I do think I do think the road ahead post and a lot of the information we've got this year very much pushed people to the no because if it weren't for the fact that they were rebuilding the base of this game and trying to make it more stable and all that stuff, I would be freaking concerned as hell. Um, but if they are trying to make make the game more stable, rebuild the core of the game the way the game operates that's not something you do for something you plan on selling it's like if you're planning to sell a house you're not going to completely go through and rebuild the entire thing um you're you know you're gonna you're gonna make it look nice you're gonna give the people what they want not necessarily make it solid and amazing you know that's a terrible example but it's the best i could come up with well the other thing too right is uh Sig Sig put that awesome post on Reddit and uh, kind of breaking down all, all the QAs where they kind of talked about this thing. But no one, I didn't put it together until I read his post that that was a a, a big theme. Like I remember reading them individually, but I didn't realize that it had been said for so long. And until that post, and even bef- after that post, it was all kind of a guess, I feel like. We weren't 100% sure on what exactly they were doing with what they were saying. But now you've got this update, and we've put this post out after that update that has already come out. It's real. You know that the base code has been updated. They've said all these things all in one place now, saying that this is going to make it easier for us to develop this game and is going to make it look better and all these things. So... It, this is definitely an interesting question as far as that goes because Jedi Knight Luke was always, even someone at CG at some point said that he was the in-game character, but that has obviously changed. And there are also different versions of Luke out there. So whether regardless, we got this version of Jedi Luke, there's still other options out there. And if you don't think about it, think about it there are other options you think um, they're not gonna do old luke i mean dude i want they, i want they, last they're Jedi gonna sit luke. here and like, milk this thing like nobody's business um i i, I want to go back to something that uh joker said uh said i don't think they were making more stables just an engine update because the previous engine went out of support um you believe them 
I, I'm not saying I necessarily believe them. I I don't. While well, while they are updating the um, you know, the engine for the game, which will allow more things, they've talked way too much about stability and that stuff in previous QAs and previous posts, and that's not something you would openly talk about. Unless you're you either just flat out know you're lying, just trying to convince people the game's gonna last longer, in which there would be massive backlash, rightfully so. If, um, if they needed and had to update it, that's fine, and that I understand that it would have had to been upgraded. But at at least from you know, fall of last year, they've been talking about this, knowing it, being prepared for it, and doing what they needed to do to get ready for it and to work with it when it happens. So whether it was a forced thing and they had to do it, that's that makes sense. But, I mean, they've already been planning for it and to plan to build around it. So that's also, I don't know, I feel like that's yeah. forward thinking that sometimes we don't associate with Capital Games. So... Right. Two more questions. Okay. How do you feel about the Unity update despite its effects not visible in Gamelet? Almost, besides a two, almost even across the boards with ones, threes, and fours until you get to the five, which is 40, 44% of the people said that. Another around 15, 16% for the other ones. Um, a lot of people. I'm like a three. Yeah. I just, eh. I shoulder shrug. I put five only because uh, I am excited to see what they can do with it. Once they do it, maybe my answer changes. But the fact that it's there now and that they've said all this time that this is what they're building around, let's see what they come out with first. Let's see how these galactic challenges roll out and what kind of content that it helps them to be able to create and then go from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we will see. Um, What's the last right. one? What do you got? So, final question is: When do you believe Galactic Legend, or sorry, Galactic Challenges update will drop? Um, the most people said later than September, thirty-one percent, um, and then basically twenty-seven percent people said in September, um, with basically two-thirds of those people saying the first two weeks of September. And then August was a pretty significant portion at 37 or 36%, uh, with most of them saying in the last two weeks of August. So um, late August, early September seems to be the consensus, I would think. Uh, there was 31% that said later in September. Um, I, I kind of think the August-September range like, I right put around there makes sense. Last two weeks of August. That is the last... Uh, Taking back August 2020, baby. Hey, that's the last two weeks of the quarter. So that's why I didn't put September, only because of the quarter thing. Yeah. So And, I mean, that's not to be slept on. It's Quarters, Wait, quarters matter. Wait. And the, well, the only thing you can say about this quarter is they had Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. So oh, if that yeah. is what they're going to bank this quarter on, then it could be next quarter. And if that is the case, they'd never release anything in the beginning of the quarter. So that late, yeah. later than September pick is looking good if they're banking this quarter on Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker and next quarter on Galactic Challenges. 
Well, well I think the quarter they were in. Yes, because that's the ninth month. October is the tenth month, which will be the beginning of the next quarter. Um, why? Why was I thinking quarters are three months? Yeah, I, four months. That's quarters are three months. <laughs> I was thinking they were four months. They're three. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of thirds. <laughs> Those would not be quarters. They would be. So, I don't know what how you disregard what I said. There you go. Move along. Move along. No. Um. All right, so let's go ahead and move to this next topic. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) Oh. I need to comment on this, Joker. Okay. Please do not let 2020 go 16 months. I'm just saying. If tw- if this uh, mu- if this year wanted to be nine months, I'd be okay with that. Let's be honest. Twenty twenty has covered like two decades. I saw I saw I saw a meme madness. the other day. It was from my favorite movie, Back to the Future, and it's the one where Doc's sitting in the time machine talking to Marty about how the time machine works, and it's like never set it to twenty twenty. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it's no kidding. Don't, bad idea, man. Bad news bears. Do not correct me up all right right, so here we go galactic challenges discussion so So this show we're going to be talking about those uh tell everybody what we're doing all right so uh i kind of wanted to we don't know a lot about galactic challenges but we do know it's supposed to challenge your entire roster so we want to kind of do uh some galactic challenge readiness uh segments kind of talk about some things that we may not have already, and we might want to think about as we get ready for that to come out. If if it does end up being having leaderboards and really good rewards, you probably want to have some of these lesser uh, lesser known things or very important things you may not already have on your roster ready to go. So we're going to try to do some, some galactic challenge readiness uh, segments as we go forward until we get to galactic challenges just to kind of cover entire rosters and what's important for them that can really help in what we've seen from territory wars, GACs and TBs, how teams work and what uh, makes them good sustaining uh, in events. So okay. the first one we're going to talk about is team making Zetas. Some Maybe some Zetas that you may not have or Zetas you have and haven't thought about too much that may uh, take a team or an entire team to the next level, right? So if you're thinking, okay, I only have one Zeta for this team. I have no one, no Zetas on yet. What's the one that's going to make that team viable before I get other ones on it? You know what I okay. mean? Okay. That's the yep. idea here. Now, that's the idea that was in my head. I don't know if I, I uh, explained that to you perfectly. So your Zeta picks might be a little different than mine, but you can explain the reasons behind your choices as you go, and then we can just uh, we can uh, go from there. Are, are we going to do that uh, before we talk about what we expect from the mode? Oh, Wow completely skip that you did let me totally skip you let me talk this entire thing intro skipping that entire thing that's all right well let's let's go ahead and go through the zetas and then we'll come back (laughs) and we'll come back around and finish off with that conversation wow i cannot believe i skipped that (laughs) Uh, that is amazing 
it, it is it is it amazing? No, I've had two it's... Coors Light so far, so look out! Wow, you've had you with the scotch, and I'm the one screwed up. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling good. Like scotches, I, I tell you what, man. There's nothing like a really good scotch. It's, whew, um, it's warm and tingly. So, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure this is Zeta ability. If it's not, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I am going to say Emperor Palpatine, his leader ability, that it is still arguably the best leader ability in the game. It's effing unbelievable. It is. It it's freaking fabulous. I I don't know what it is about that leader ability, but I freaking love it. Oh yeah, um, that's a huge Zeta. I got it up on screen for anyone that doesn't know what it is. Yeah. When a debuff so, on an enemy expires, Empire and Sith allies gain 5% turn meter. Hell yeah, they huge, do. Um, huge. That's what makes his leader ability. It is. And this is why Emperor Palpatine is a friggin' beast in TV. And I think that kind of goes around to the fact that he's probably going to be good in this other event. There's so many characters that do debuffs. Vassal Sean, you have Darth Revan, you have Vader, you have Tarkin, you have uh, I don't know. There's other characters. Um, <laughs> all these characters are absolutely fantastic. You like how I use that pause, that dramatic pauses, yawn. Yes, um, that was beautiful. It is his leader, Billy, is absolutely kick ass, and you you need it because it is super good, even in territory battle. The only reason it becomes ungood is because of ridiculous tenacity. I, I I'm sure that will be a thing in this event coming up. But this just works so well for so many characters. I I have a hard time believing that this would not be awesome in the new game mode. Agreed. Turn meter and healing Zetas are really great for PvE uh yeah, they for are. PvE content. Where yep. there are a lot of waves and things like that. I mean, granted, we don't know if this is a wave event or what, but uh either way, one wave six waves these types of uh abilities are definitely the ones you're going for so no doubt i'm gonna go right. in with one of mine that you have on your list so we can both kind of talk about it right now okay because i think it's just pretty much makes jedi and if now that i've oh. said that everyone can probably guess what it is but uh general kenobi no no, nope. no, I was nope. like, oh, you, you oh. fooled me for a second. I was like, uh, maybe we're not on the same page here. It's written in your notes, <laughs> but why did I just click the intro? All right. Yes. Anyways, uh, Joe Lee Bindo is the guy in this Zeta. He's... Not a not a leader ability. It It is a yeah. it is a unique and that's what makes him really good for a lot of different modes. As, as far as you've got Jedi um, because of this unique. No, it's not a unique, sorry, special. His special ability. And that Zeta yep. is right here on your screen. Add revive all defeated Jedi allies at 80% health at crit with crit immunity for five turns. Basically, it adds that mass revive to uh, Jolie Bindo. So when and you have a it's... relict helped out Jolie Bindo, this can go off yeah. two, three times. I mean, it doesn't even matter almost 
how squishy some of the other Jedi are at a point. If you have a few good ones and you want to throw some others in there, this guy will keep yep. them alive. He's he's an absolute monster. Absolute freaking monster. It's arguably one of the best Zetas even for a light side territory battle. Um, Huge. It's, it's just one of those things that... It, People talk it a lot about is the way the team works. People talk a lot I, about no Jedi question. Knight Revan breaking Jedi. I almost feel it's like Joe, Joe Lee. Lee is the one that broke Jedi. Well, it's the same with the Darth Revan squad. It's not Darth Revan. It's not really even Malak. It's Bastlish on Fallen that is the one yeah, that her, uh, really debuff. turns that team into a machine. If that yeah. dispel was able to be uh, cleansed, she it might have been a lot better off right. the way the fact that you just cannot get that off of you and you will not yeah, gain and buffs. then you can't you can't land debuffs that's the big problem yeah it's nasty it yeah. is nasty so yeah that's that's um my first one it's also one of yours i saw it on there so i figured we should mention it but yeah yeah very very sure. good zeta if you don't have it if you don't have it i'll wonder what rock you've been hiding under but for the new players out there that don't have that that can absolutely make your jet your low gear jedi team and your high gear um, jedi teams obviously but yeah for sure there's another one that we agree on and that is going to be the sweet adorable lover of one anakin skywalker <laughs> padme amidala her leader ability is i mean it's pretty it, huge it's one of the most creative kits in the game. There's no other team that works kind of like it. I mean, almost every other squad has like some mechanics that are stolen from something else. Pad Bay, no. It is just the the way you have courage and all the way all that stuff works is just it's freaking badass. And the big thing is the courage stacks carry over to waves, which is big, especially in this event. If there are waves. This is one leader ability you're absolutely going to want to use whenever you can. Um, yeah, no doubt. I, I, I love it. For everyone that doesn't know what the Zeta does, the Zeta adds, while they have protection up, light side allies, light side allies, not Jedi, not uh, Galactic or Republic, light side allies resist all debuffs and can't be critically hit. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Resisting debuffs and no crits, that's huge. So and she puts out so much protection up. It's just, it's great. Well, she didn't put out that much protection up, or we wouldn't have Luke. Um, so <laughs> I was the like, next where are you one? Going with this? <laughs> I'm like, am I forgetting something? What is it? Another character that does the protection up? Uh, Killing no, me, Smalls. No, it's just. It's just wink. It's wink after dark. Um, <laughs> so the other one I want to talk about is actually two Zetas because they kind of combined together. I wanted to say Mother Talzin's leader ability, but then I was like, that's eh, kind of worthless without Daka's Zeta. Well, you can skip so, my turn. That's fine. I um, thought that was your turn. You picked Padme. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, you. you We're gonna you're go going ahead and talk into about it anyway. Mine. Go ahead. I'm going into it anyway. Just like Anakin did Padme. Um, so the uh, Mother Talzin Daka combo is absolutely beast because of the constant revise the stacking health. And 
this is one of those squads that in the dark side territory battle, it becomes a machine. It becomes, you know, damn near unkillable because Daka can stack up so much health that she literally cannot be killed. Um, and Mother Talzin's leader bully kind of factors in that. So you kind of need uh, one. You kind of need for Daka having a uh, zombie in there is huge for this Zeta. Yeah, yeah, it makes a big difference because uh, you basically get an automatic stacking twenty percent. Um, not to mention whenever zombie dies, I mean it's pretty easy to get thirty, forty percent. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're you're stacking that you're stacking that max health quickly, right? With zombie in there dying. If I had to pick one, I guess it would be Daka's Zeta that's more important. But the two of them combined are. Truly nasty, especially then when you can start spamming basics once somebody dies and just keep reviving them. And Daka gets insane health. Yeah, because um, she, she gets that stacking health every time a basic revives someone and they die in, again. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, under, that, uh, under that, because I got the leader ability for Talzin here too, if you don't know what that. So I've read off the Doc. I didn't read off the Doc one. Basically, it's every time someone is revived. She gains a stacking 10% max health. And then right. underneath the leader ability of Mother Talzin, I know we're we're rehashing a lot for a lot of people know, but there are people that do not know, so we're, we're still going to go through it. When a Night Sister ally uses a basic ability during their turn, a random defeated Night Sister ally is revived. There's their stacking health with 50% health and called to assist. Then the revived ally is immediately defeated unless an enemy was defeated. The revived alley can't be revived by this effect again until the end. I don't know what I'm saying. The words are hard. (coughs) Can't be revived by this effect again until the end of the next turn. So, yeah, Mm. you you stack a a zombie and a Zeta Talzin lead with Daka in your going places. I like it. (laughs) Um, All right. So what is your next one? All right. So for my next one, I'm going to go with a second or first or something. (laughs) Whatever number I'm on. I think it's this is might be my third because two of ours overlapped here. But I'm going to go with some. I'm going to reach down deeper into rosters now with some of these Zetas that are really good. Only because of the fact that this new mode is supposed to challenge your entire roster. And it can get to the point where you are only allowed to use certain synergistic factions for example rebels but what if it's not just rebels you can use but it's for uh rogue one like uh in the like in the territory territory battle right so i one of my other zetas i'm gonna mention is Jin urso and i don't have this one on my main account i had it on my alt and i freaking loved it um okay but that's our leader ability and I'm trying to bring it up here on the screen for everyone watching so they know as I read it. But uh, it is Rebel Allies recover 5% protection whenever they gain a buff. Now, if you know how the Rogue One team works, if you have Chert Imway in there with the base, you were getting hots like crazy. So not only are you getting uh, heal over times, but you're now regaining your protection as well. So over the long course of a battle, uh, if you're using... And and her leader ability works for all rebels, right? 
So it's still a good leader ability, even if you're not using, uh, if you're not restricted to Rogue One. Let's say you've used your other Rebel leader abilities to get as far as you could in the Galactic Challenge. Now you're down to the wire. You're pulling in another one. You've got this leader ability as well. Uh, a lot of protection uh, being regenerated from that Zeta, especially under a Rogue One team. If Chirrut's in there with all the ridiculous hots you get, um, this Zeta is a little underrated. I feel like, um, but fair. It does when when Hoth was going on. That's when I Zeted this on my alt, and I was able to beat that Rogue One mission almost every time with that team because of that Zeta, because they were just constantly being healed. Yeah, that's it's pretty nasty. I mean, it's it's not used much because there's no other reason to really level Jin or so. But I mean, she's actually a really good character with the revives and protection recovery. I mean, revives, protection can, recovery. I mean, look at the look. I love this leader ability in general, even without the Zeta, because I, totally I don't know agree. if you remember 100%. this, but enemies that suffer debuffs during Rebel allies turns have a fifty percent chance. To also become exposed for two turns. You remember what what uh, Cassian Andor does? A Hell lot. yeah, I do. Her and Cassian are awesome. Her and Cassian get all the exposes out. You throw in Chirrut uh, and Baze with all the uh, healing smash. from them. This yep. team is really fun. It's not used for a lot of things, but it is very good PvE-wise because of the heals and the damage that can be done with the exposes. Uh, Chirrut, uh, obviously, if you have a Relic 5 base, <laughs> you're in a good spot under that team, no as we noticed earlier. So, yeah, that's my that's my next one. That's my third one. I like it. All right, what else you got? What's your next one? Um, you go ahead and give your fourth one. All right, I'll give my fourth. I only fourth. have one left. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so if she wasn't so squishy, they'd be a good team. Yeah, they, they're... I feel like Relict, eventually, someday, when we're starting to get into the doldrums of our rosters being Relict, that Relict uh, Rogue One team could be even better, but there is a lot of squishiness going on there. Um, my next one is Kira, and it's not a leader ability. It's actually her unique. Okay. But as you know, there are a ton of scoundrels, and there's only one scoundrel leader. So let's say you get into an event... And you need to use scandrels. Uh, you're going to want Kira to be your leader. Now, Grief Karga does not grief. Uh, Mando has a leader ability for scoundrels, but his is kind of cut short on what it does because he also has the bounty hunter payout uh, in his leader ability. So it kind of pulls away from all the different things he could do for scoundrels because of the fact that he also has bounty hunter synergy in his leader ability. So you're still going to want Kira as your scoundrel leader. And uh, that unique uh, Zeta, let me read it. Plus 5% potency and other scoundrel allies also gain half potency and critical damage. So basically what happens here is she makes every scoundrel underneath her uh, stronger with the Zeta yep. because of the fact that without the Zeta, she only has 35% potency uh, against de un non debuffed targets and 30% crit damage against debuffed targets. Uh, 
that only goes for her. So with the Zeta, you cut those in half uh, and add 5% potency. So now you're getting 20% potency against uh, undebuffed uh, enemies and 15% crit damage for every single scoundrel ally underneath her. So if you're looking for a leader ability that's going to... So think about it this way. There's a lot of scoundrels, right? Pick your best yes. ones and pick of the ones that you think that adding crit damage and potency are going to make them even better. And you can find a pretty good scoundrel team under her just in general. That's, That's going to be a good choice for like a scoundrels version of a galactic People challenge. definitely like using Ness with her anyway. I mean, she's got a lot of options. Yeah, she is. I, I, I regret the fact that I've never had a chance to gear her mine is still gear one level 85 um it is one of the one few characters on my roster where every time i get to an event where you need scoundrels like uh there is a event there's an event where there's death troopers at the end that ignore your protection and try to kill you i don't remember which one that is but uh oh scoundrel event it's a scoundrel event uh, i don't have a scoundrel leader i don't have any leaders for the we had it today it's for the uh slicing material for mods um smugglers run that's it smugglers run yep yep so every time i run that i'm like all right well these guys are powerful enough to do it without her and they do but she's she's a character a leader ability that i really wish i had where i could set a or i could use her on offense with a scoundrel team if i needed to against a, a worse off team or if i wanted to pull a team off defense to throw her in the back as a defense team with you know zalbar and vandor chewy and you know so that's one i've always wished i had and i would definitely be putting that zeta on her so that is another one that i have so i guess we'll move on to your last one okay okay my final one is going to be you have any guesses? Because I don't have it written down in, in the thing. Um, we've talked about it. is an amazing leader ability. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's one. See, because I was gonna say it binds all things from CLS. That's a really good one. I wasn't sure. If... It is really good. I wasn't sure. I that... almost put that on there. I wasn't sure that was gonna be yours, but this is a dark side leader ability. Dark side is it Bosk? It's not. Okay, I. Okay, let me give me one more guess. Let's see here. All right, one more guess. Veers. Nope. All right, you had you had guesses. Do you want to take a third guess, or do you want me to go ahead and unmask what the leader Billy I am going to mention is? Kylo Ren. There you go. <laughs> that was, what a guess. Nice work. Sir. Got it in the end. <laughs> Veers leader doesn't Kylo have a Zeta Ren either, unmasked. Whoops. Um. Do what? I said uh, uh, Veers doesn't have a Zeta on his leader, so I was way off. It's his, is it his it's unique, his unique yeah. as a leader? Yeah. Um, so Kylo Ren Unmasked is going to be the answer for the Zeta, and the reason is because as good as Premier Kylo Ren is, and it's kind of better for Arena, let's be honest, Crew's leader ability is ungodly good. I mean, there's... Um, 20%. So uh, what his leader ability gives is plus 15% critical damage, 
plus five speed, plus five percent turn meter gain, and whenever a first order ally gains a status effect, they recover five percent health, five percent protection. That is absolutely. I'm not even sure what the word is to use, but if you do not go in with the right way to kill that team, he, you you won't kill. He it. would not have been able to solo your your resistance team without the Zeta. <laughs> in GAC before that, the that podcast. is like that is 100% true he yes, timed yeah. out your my underscore poor rose uh, he timed them out just uh, simply for the fact of this scene. I had so much hope for rose I thought she was gonna pull it off but she couldn't um yeah it's dude it's awesome because you get hit you recover it's got more speed more damage all that sort of stuff but like I said the biggest thing is if you have enough health and protection or health specifically i guess you cannot kill crew you can't do I'm it i mean you honestly surprised that i didn't think of this one when i left bosk off my list because there is no replacement for this one for the first order as far as uh crew goes if you don't have uh, yeah. the galactic legend because this is this is the leader ability now like i said it with bosk the grief the grief leader ability that doesn't involve zeta can be used in place of it until you do get the bosk one but there's no replacing this for yep. crew 100 because the true. only other option you have is phasma and it is not the same there's no healing yep. involved in it pvp wise you're getting a lot more attacks in so it's kind of a different leader ability for pve but you're not re that's more of a glass cannon type leader ability as opposed to this one, which is a sustained fight ability. And this one is just absolutely great. To all 100% true. <laughs> no doubt. I can't even remember what my last one was. Let's go see. All right. Let's go see. Oh, it's <laughs> a good one. Well, I think it's a good one. I like it. Um, this is a... Okay. Something like one of the few times in my Swugga history where I went full bore on a team for no reason whatsoever, and that was Ewoks. It wound up being a good choice. Oh, that was a very good because choice because C3PO came out and I didn't have to do anything to unlock him, so I was real excited about that. But one Zeta, there's a lot of Zetas on that team, and a lot of them are really good. But if you had to pick one that will supercharge the team. I still think Chief Chirpa's is uh, one of the top two Zetas on that team. Uh, if you don't know what it what does, let me bring it up real quick for everyone watching. It's the only real requirement, I think. The others just make the team better. I this actually makes the team work. See, I've always said that the number one Zeta on that team is Wickets because of how much I love health recovery. Yeah, but, but this one is the damage part of the team because without this, they're not doing half of what they do. And they it, also they hit very soft. So if they're not hitting multiple times, you're not getting the damage you need for this team to even be effective. So I'm with you. Very true. I'm with you. I say the I say low gray and Paplu Zetas are negligible. I think Chief Chirpas and Wickets are the two you absolutely have to have for Ewoks to Agreed. be the best. Uh, sustainability over the long term involves Chirpa and Wicket, but Chirpa, I'd say, if you're trying to supercharge the team from the beginning, that's the Zeta you want. Uh, I got it now. Let me show you. It's basically whenever an Ewok ally uses a special ability, a 60% chance to call another random Ewok ally to assist. 
You yep. The Ewoks have a lot of special abilities, a lot. They do. So they are yeah. doing this often. They are pulling people in often, and it is, it's just a lot of damage. And without this Zeta, you can. It's yep. noticeably different how well they perform. Um, so yeah, this is my last one because if you and want your Ewoks to be a be challenge, I, if you have C three PO, you probably already have this. But if you are don't have C three PO and you're looking to make sure that your Ewoks are ready. This is definitely the one. So I kind of think this is kind of like the Mother Tiles and Daka thing that I mentioned mm-hmm. with Wicket being the other Zeta. Because with that protection recovery and stuff, I could actually see this team doing some serious work in some PvE mechanic where they actually do really well because there's a lot of protection recovery. They actually do a lot of damage. They do a lot of damage pretty quick. They keep the other team from moving for the most part. Um and Chirpa is the protection health recovery of the team primarily. So, and he's just, he's wicked awesome. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> if, else to if say. If you don't it's, know the Zeta, it's whenever Wicked scores a crit hit, all Ewoks recover 4% health and 2% protection. The reason that that yes. Zeta is good is because of the fact he has an AoE on a three-turn oh, cooldown yeah. that is great. It's not, not to mention that, the though. basic where he can hit, what does it say? Uh, Oh no! It's part of. I think his, it's unique, unique ability, so that he can have an immediate turn. He can gain a hundred percent turn meter after using him. Fifty percent chance after every ability he uses to go again. Yeah. So nasty. Uses his AOE, gets another turn. Nasty. Uses his basic, takes another turn. Uses his basic, takes another yep. turn. Now he's got his AOE back, and now you're gaining that much. It's it's yeah. I love Wicked. It's Wicked gnarly. was such a cool character I, yeah. when they introduced he him. He still is. Oh, yeah, he still well, is. is. But uh, it, it's still my best performing team on defense. I kid you not. It's 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 insane. No, once we discovered that the, that scout version of this team, it, it's just... I don't even use the scout version. You don't use it anymore? I, no, I haven't used it for a while. So the scout version is beast at stopping Nest. Yeah. Um, but here lately, I've noticed so many people put Nest on, on defense. defense. Okay, that makes sense. And whenever Nest is on defense, the better team to go with is the one that has Low Gray and Paplu. So Chirpa, Wicket, Low Gray, Elder, and Paplu. And because Chirpa, making a fast Chirpa, super high crit chance, can land, give a bunch of turn meter to everybody else. You can get Low Gray to go early, remove turn meter days. And, I mean, honestly, unless you just have a lot of damage output, at that point, you're kind of screwed. I mean, there's obviously a lot of teams that can beat it, but, my God, like, it's amazing how many people will screw up against this team just because so many people, I think, worry about Paplu speed, and I still just very, very... There's a lot of really smart people who know mods probably better than I do, who still swear by Paplu, and I strongly disagree. I think Wicked is the character on this team you want fast just because there is no randomness and it does turn into a freaking machine. It's just, it's badass. I um, will never regret, I and I still love my Ewoks. They're just a super I, fun team to play. I agree. And I feel 100%. like they're a lot like Geos are now. They're just one of those gimmick teams that are... Geos have a lot more use as far as counters go, but they are just a really fun team that when they were introduced yep. with their own like kind of uh, 
abilities, the way they synergized, it's, it was pretty great. So I have to be honest. There is one reason I have not Gear 13 Wicket yet. And that is? That is, it would tip people off to my Ewoks are good. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I would have a Gear 13 Wicket right now. Um, and I'm still tempted to do it. I am still very, very tempted to do it. Makes sense. Why don't you uh, tell everybody the stuff we usually say at the end of the podcast, and I will be right back. All right. Um, Guys, we thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, it's, It's difficult suffering through listening to us just ramble on like we do, but you're still here, and we appreciate it. And we could really use your support. Um, anything, whether you guys go and leave us a review in iTunes, uh, iTunes reviews actually do help a lot. I would love for you guys to go and get us like 10 iTunes reviews this week. That would be absolutely awesome. Um, so iTunes reviews, that's free. It's a great way to support the podcast. We absolutely love when you do that. But if you want to come join the Discord, you're probably already there. But if you're not, discord.me slash shattered order. Make sure you follow us on Twitch and YouTube, uh, twitch.tv slash shattered order, youtube.com slash shattered order pod. Uh, of course, we live stream every week. If you're not one of the many people in the live stream, we'd love for you to come hang out with us uh, on a Friday night sometime. Um Apparently, it's Discord.com now. Discord.com slash Shattered Order. Um, They they changed that, apparently, and I don't keep up with things. Um, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shattered Order. Big shout-out to Drew, who uh, jumped on Patreon this week and supported us. Thank you, sir. Uh, We have some giveaways to do. We also get free stickers. Well, I guess they're not free stickers. You have to be a Patreon to get a sticker, but uh, patreon.com slash order if you want a sticker. They are pretty snazzy. Uh, we think you'd love it. So, Plus, we honestly would love the support if you find the podcast useful. Um, other things, twitter.com slash order. You can follow us there. And, of course, um, Audible Books. You can still go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order, get a free 30-day trial, and get a free audiobook, whether it's a Thrawn book or whatever. Uh, the new Thrawn book is... I can't I can't remember when it's coming out. I have several pre-orders of books to come out, and I know the Thrawn book is one of them. I just cannot remember when it's coming out. It got delayed, which kind of made me really sad, but we gotta be, the Thrawn books... we got to be getting close to High Republic, fabulous. right? Um, I thought it was the end of this year. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Because I can't wait. Uh, I just looked up on Google. High Republic first book. Star Wars Light of the Jedi. The High Republic by Charles Soule. I think that's how you say his name. Expected on August 25th. I'm all in, man. I can't wait. It's going to be great. And I will be I using Audible because I can still haven't been, finished my my Phasma book because I just do not. If I got extra time, I'm playing this game, I'm playing other games, or I'm on my PS4. So, 
So speaking of other games, um, did what? Are you kidding me, Joker? It got pushed to next year. <laughs> oh man, no. Plenty of time for High Republic, then. Good lord. Anyway, um, so we we're wanting to start branching out just a little bit. Um. I'm going to start streaming Call of Duty. That's my goal. Uh, by like next week, I want to get this stuff set up. I'm working on redoing the office so I can set it up to where I can actually stream Call of Duty. Um, I'm going to start streaming that here on the Twitch channel. So if you guys ever want to play um, on whatever it is, the Call of Duty thing, you can <laughs> add me, Killer Inc., of course. Um, and... I would love for you guys to add me on there. We can play some Call of Duty sometime. And I've got a couple friends I play with. Uh, GMP just downloaded it, so we can do uh, we can do some pretty awesome stuff there. We're gonna have to like figure something out. And start, I'm gonna have to plug in my controller with my computer for this because it's dude. It's I, so I, weird playing. With I tried it with mouse and keyboard, and it was just not working. Now I can play Destiny with mouse and keyboard, but. Going between, I can't play Apex with a mouse and keyboard. I can't play Call of Duty. I think it's PvP centric games. I cannot do mouse and keyboard. For everyone out yeah, there that are totally PC players, they are cringing right now hearing that. But I've been a console player almost my whole life, so gotcha. I'll be plugging my I'll be plugging my controller into my PC for for that. Smart. Well, we need to actually figure something out. Figure out a day to actually. Get on there and live stream. Figure out how we would do a live stream. I don't know if people will be able to see both of our gameplays or not, but we, we'll figure something out. Um, <laughs> you looked so confused, Wink. Did you get that dab? Oh, I just dabbed. Dab with the best one. Let's uh, get it in the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like it. Um, cool. But... Uh, I don't. I don't have much else to say on those topics. Um, I think you guys pretty much get the gist. Um, anything else you want to mention? Is, do we have anything else to talk about, or is that pretty much it? That should do it. I think we can talk. We. I mean, we got plenty of time. As far as if people really, if people are really right that Galactic Challenges are coming back in September, we can discuss this anytime. So we'll, let's let's push that sure. discussion till next week, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Hell yeah, I like it. If you guys, um, all right, I think guys. I will say this, and most most of you or some of you might not even have any suggestions for this because you are feel like you're ready. But if you are a newer player or an older player that has ideas on for what the Galactic Challenge uh, readiness segments can be, if you got an idea for next week, let us know, and uh, it might just end up in the podcast notes for next week. So, hell yeah, I like it. All righty. Well, I will say this. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I know Wink just went through everything, but I want to say I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast. Uh, it's, it's 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 funny, and I think Wink would agree with this. As much there hilarious craziness going on around me, dogs barking like crazy. There, but if you are, if you're like me, it's you're going through the motions in this game. You know, the one thing that makes it super exciting for me is the fact that I am going to go find my dog and tell her to be quiet. The totally distracted me, but I will say this. 
this podcast is what keeps me going. I we missed last week, 100%, and uh, I was no super excited to come back and do it again this week, and it did not disappoint. Even though I did not get to play GAC, it was fun watching you and then having these conversations. <laughs> this is what I love about yeah. this game right now, and that is just. Uh, hanging out with the community and uh, this podcast. So thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 205 as we continue marching to that uh, 250 uh, number. And uh, yeah, until then, uh, see you on Discord and uh, we'll be back next Friday. Later. Later, everybody.